the curse of too much information, otherwise known as TMI. This is thinking aloud. And don't think too much about too much information because Ifoma Itipe, Henry Bassi, and Derek Ibinejo, they are here to take you on that journey through their thoughts and let's look at opinions and topical issues as well as matters of importance of general interest. Now, on Thinking Aloud, we just talk about the world or we think about the world that we live in and all the random and deliberate things that affect and influence us. So what's your take? Now, today, like I said earlier, the curse of too much information is on the table. So let's think aloud with these wonderful three. Okay, so we're back again and we're going to be talking about something that we all like to have. We all like to have a lot of information and there's so many sources of information, but isn't it getting too much? So we're going to be talking today about the curse of too much information. There's way too much information already <laughs> to, to the extent that you could find whatever it is you believe. So it's just right now, all we're doing is reaffirming our confirmation biases. Mm. So let's just use gender as an example. So there's enough evidence to support that women have been oppressed over the years. And there's also enough evidence to suppress to, to show that, to support that women are protected and privileged. So it all depends on what side of it you want to argue. And it cuts across every single, it cuts across every single instance, not just gender, but politics and everything. So the, the real problem is, the simplest way to put it is the US, for example. There's Fox News, which targets their own, they have their own audience. There's CNN, which has another audience. How do you find out what exactly happened in the, in the story? You have to listen to both stations to find out what happened. Because there's a clear case where there was a Republican senator, I can't remember his name, and he was confronting Republicans and Democrats. But when I looked at CNN's report, they said Republican senator blasts Republican Party. They conveniently left one part out. And Fox News was Republican senator blasts the Democrats. And you're thinking, which is the truth here? But and even in addition to that, you have lots of opinions yeah. on the internet. All people do these days is they're scrolling their Facebook, Instagram, reading things, opinions, podcasts, you know. There's just so much information on the same thing. How do we ever wade through all this information? Because we're spending all our lives on the internet, watching news, listening to news. What's the impact it has on us? Because it, there must be an impact. A social There's a social impact, definitely. But on each individual, what does all this news do to you? How do you, the question you asked, how do you separate what is fake from what is real? And that's the reason why I think it's Australia has decided they're going to have regulations guiding all these internet-based companies. It's, it's, it's actually what you call information overload yeah. from a communications perspective, where you literally have so much information that you need to sieve through to know which one is right, which one isn't. And the challenge is because we live so many, so many our lives are so busy, there's also the short attention span. Mm -hmm. So you get information from one place and then you take it hook, line and sinker and 
in the process of trying to balance out to know if it's true, if it's fake news, if it's not. You received another. You received another. And in fact, as you're trying to digest that, something else distracts you. So you never quite finish yes. that particular... I think that's why fake news is very um, easy to get by because mm. they know that we're not going to check think. anything. Mm. You know, because it's just too much. Mm. It's too, how many things are you going to research mm. to find out the truth? So we... Which, so my biggest question with the too much information thing is what role does journalism play into this? Because before they were our go-to source for accurate information. So you, you picked up the newspaper and that was your source of information. Whether it was true or not, that was just your source. But now there are counter, there are counter voices, there's different angles, political biases, social biases, everything is coming at you at once. So where do we go to to find out information? I think that the important thing is actually, for me, when I look at, when I think of the idea of uh, too much information, what comes to me is the fact that we need to think more. Yeah. We need to be more analytical. Because you see, what too much information also does is that it presents you with many sides, like an elephant. Different things you touch feel different. And so the requirement for us is to think better, but that's not what's really happening. All that is happening is that we choose the things that relate to our own view of the world. So if they say, oh, this person is a bad man, and you think he's a bad man, you agree with that point of view, and you don't think that maybe he has some redeeming features, Mm. you know? That's Mm. really the danger for me of this too much information. We we should be more objective about the information we take in. I think that should be what we should aim, what we should strive for, because like I said, confirmation bias, which is what you said. Mm. Like if someone says X, Y, Z is bad, we're only looking for the news to say <laughs> to that support he is our bad. view. If you mm. see a news that say he's good, you just scroll past it. Mm. Just think they're telling lies. You, you just know. scroll past Absolutely. it. You're not even interested. But if you say, oh, he has done something bad, then you read it and say, okay, so now it confirms that he's a bad person. But we even think about it. What about the young people who don't, the millennials? How much information are they sieving through? How are they even looking at information? How do they look at information? We're sitting here, we're not millennials, so we can talk about sieving through and thinking about it. What about the millennials? Well, the interesting thing is really about um, how they want to be seen. So perception is a big deal. And it's a big deal across whether millennials or baby boomers or whoever. The challenge that I see is how we, and I think you've touched on it, analyzing what is thrown at us because if you get so much information the ability to be analytical to the point where you say oh no i know this person this is not true this is a witch hunt or i don't know this person but i will have i will give the person the benefit of the doubt so that we're not taking everything hook line and sinker because we now know that the media is clearly biased Um, In fact, the media can be used for or against. And so with all this at the back of our minds when we're digesting information, it's important for us to recognize that um, we need to take everything with a pinch of salt. Well, we like gist now. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's like another gist. thing. We like <laughs> gist. Because I think there's an experiment. Well, I don't know if it's an experiment, but if you say... If, if there's a negative, negative news travels faster. Oh, yes. And yes. then even the corrections, 
You just think they're just telling stories. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, even <laughs> if you believe this, you're just like, okay, whatever, I was, mm. I was wrong then. Mm. And then you move on to the next mm. negative mm. news. And yet somebody's life has been affected. Yeah. Absolutely. Because People's lives are destroyed. Gossip is, is what, sh- there are shows that thrive on gossip. Mm. So just through information, to you about people's personal lives, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. It doesn't matter to them whether it's destroying lives, it's not destroying lives. It's just that information and they're competing to see who can get out the most information, who is getting the most um, likes or whatever it is and whatever it is they put out. There's something Denzel Washington said. He said, if you read the news, you're misinformed. If you don't know, yeah, if you don't read the news, you are uninformed. uninformed. Yes. I can't remember how I, you put it. I, I, yes. Yeah, yes. I saw that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was just the best way to put it. So somebody said to him, so what do you do? He says, I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. We don't know what to do. And that's where regulation can help. Regulation can help. And I don't know how, but because the phenomenon was people just wanted to push out news first. They no longer checked if it was right. They just wanted to be first, first, like the microwave thing. Yes. Everything has to be instant. Everything yes. has to be fast paced. Yes. Now, 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 and, now, now. And you can't really, so in communications, we say who says it first, who says it best. And the truth of the matter is that if you said it first and you said it long enough, it will be sticky. So That's people, true. yes. Yeah. And, and, so, and so these are the different things that are driving why people do what they do, but we're the recipients. So it is also our responsibility to recognize that when we, I mean, I'm in the, I'm on a few WhatsApp groups and I've learned to be careful about what I pick up and what I share because the whole ability to fact check before you put it out, because people trust the source. And so if, you know, I'm, quite comfortable with Derek. I will believe most of what he says or maybe everything he says to me. And so it's then the question of who is saying it, which is why you have certain media channels that are seen as, oh, don't even go there. They're biased to this person or that person. And then I can listen to this. So it's then the ability to see through and balance and take things and say, okay, well, I will be a bit open-minded about this because we're honestly closed-minded about a number of other things that we hear. But the thing though is that I find that with technology, we have access to information on what's going on in the world. There's a lot going on in the world. And so even when we say the curse of too much information, it's more that our minds can't handle it. But don't we need to know what technology, even just concentrating on what's going on in IT and technology, you can't keep up. Mm, mm. How, how do you... I just think it's a confusing world. Honestly, this it it's just a confusing world. And I think fun, the, yeah. the what some people do now is that they don't even listen to the news anymore. I don't. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. They don't. You see, so because you say to yourself, it's, co- it's causing confusion for me. And then there's so many books that have information as well. Mm. And then there's the, the, the um, what is it so called? So we're talking about the screens. It's now about the screens, yes. the different screens, because you're on the go. And as you're going, you're and, I mean, and in people's the third offices, screen, the second yeah, screen, absolutely. The first but it's, it's like I said. So there's Bloomberg to give you a certain kind of news. There's uh, FT to give you a certain kind of news. The thing is, it burrows down. Even if you see fake news, it burrows down somewhere at the back of your mind. You might dismiss it now, but maybe 
four months later, you're having a conversation yes. with someone. It leaves an impression. Away. <clears throat> and then Absolutely. You wouldn't even know when you bring it up and say, oh, this happened. And then people are like, no, that ain't happening. You're like, wait, what? And you, you bring it out as if it's a fact. As if it's a mm. fact. Yes. Because you've read it somewhere. Yes. And because you've read so many things. So we don't, the ability to dismiss it is not as easy as we'd like. No, to it think. isn't. So, so I'd, I'd like to flip this around a bit and then ask, from a personal perspective, if we were to share information, mm. what is too much information? Would it depend on the audience? Yeah, it is. And, and that's what people think about when they're making presentations. How do you say what is important? I remember talking to someone, they, they, they read something and they put an emphasis somewhere. And I said, is that where the emphasis should be? What is it that you want to communicate? Mm. You know, so it's not just in what we say, it's how we say it. So if you're talking to children, what you say has to be filtered. Mm. If you're talking to knowledgeable adults, what you say is more because you imagine that they can discern and they can analyze. Mm -hmm. And if you're talking to a whole different group, again, what you say is different. But we're not always discerning. We don't always know. That's the problem with too much information. We don't always know where to stop that information. Even when people are gossiping, they don't even know where to stop the information and when they begin to embellish. Mm. Because when they see that the person they're talking to is interested, yes. they expand the information so that it looks as if they know a lot. Yes. Listen, I think this information thing sometimes also rests on our egos. Being the ones who know the story, who can tell the story, who, who have information, yes. or were knowledgeable on this subject, and so let me speak. You know, and then what you said about depending on how we look at people, we will take what they say. Mm -hmm. So if I'm here just mouthing off about something that you think I should know, you see, if you're talking about communication, then mm. they'll be looking at you and saying, Yes, he knows it's his area. Mm. But then that particular thing, I might actually know more than you, mm. it's not me in my area. Mm. So, so how do we know which is which? Mm. That's your question is really difficult to answer. It's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult to answer. Um, I think there was something about intellectuals and societies mm -hmm. where you might be knowledgeable, like you said, in one aspect. But what is happening now is people that are knowledgeable in one aspect of society are entering into other aspects of society. So, for example, like let's say an English teacher. You're very excellent English teacher, well-respected. And then next thing you know, you're talking about social issues. Mm. You don't know what you're talking about <laughs> when it comes to social issues. But because you're respected and... you, and know, you have the command of the language. People now look at you as the authority figure on something you don't yes. know what you're talking about. It's a profound point. And it actually is what in communications is called, you build top-of-mind awareness on a certain subject matter. So it's just like, a rocket scientist he's excelled and he's number one and because he's excelled you transfer that excellence into other areas yeah. so that even when he's speaking about social media which he probably doesn't have a clue about you listen yeah because he's been successful somewhere else and that tends to be what the challenge could be sometimes but it means we're so easy to manipulate that all this information is essentially to manipulate our thinking mm. There are people for whom it is a social experiment. 
to just put out information. Paid. Yes, to, to see what comes out of it. So you just put out something on social mm. media and you wait to see what happens and the comments that go out of it. It becomes a whole thesis. That's why social media is what it is. Because you put out something, you get two likes. You go back, you do the filters, you take different angles. You then think, oh, maybe I should show a bit more off. Maybe I should take a bit more off. More information. And then you take out a bit more. And, you, and then you get 2,000 likes. This is the way to say, go. this is it. <laughs> so you begin to... And then you we come back to the curse of too much yes. information. Yeah, so the, I think the they employ people for um, psychologists mm. to um, create this social media platform. And there's something called positive feedback so that mm. human respond well to positive feedback. Mm. That's why they created the whole like thing in the first place. Because mm. once you, yeah, you know, I, it I keep going. Yeah, it keeps you going and all it that. It feeds you. It feeds it feeds you. So it just ties up. We want to believe what we want to believe. Yes. We do. Anything that supports what we want to believe is what we're going to And believe. we want to be relevant. We want to have information. We want yes. to be the ones who put out information as well. Not just that people are giving us information. We want to be originators of information. And so as everybody is thinking they're originators, we're just throwing everything into that same massive space. It's just confusing, it to is. be honest. It there is. are times when I just think to myself... You know that thing they say to people, just shut down. It's necessary. So you can clean out your mind and be able to think. Mm -hmm. We don't pay enough attention to thinking. And even uh, as we're thinking aloud right here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, we're throwing out our own bits of information and our own perspectives. We, people need to think of more. Yeah. You know, because the biggest problem with too much information for me is the ability to disregard certain types of information yeah. so i can tell you that this is the truth yes but if it doesn't resonate, sit, resonate with you you will just dismiss it completely because you could find another version of the truth yeah. somewhere else so these are the things that we just need to push the limits to say okay everybody needs to think more because um critical critical thinking mm. is lacking today it is but i think it's also dangerous um our reactions sometimes to too much information, shutting down, because you then ignore things you shouldn't really be ignoring. Because increasingly these days, I find on posts, like if I'm going through my WhatsApp, I'm just deleting, deleting. And yet, some of those videos, some of those comments, Might maybe things important. that I really need to know. Mm -hmm. I just think, you see, there are too many of us doing ITK going around and I'm tired of all this thing, mm. you know? So even my own ITK, let me just be managing with it first, you know? And so you shut down on things that you should know about. It's, it's amazing. And in this world in which we live, what should we know about and what shouldn't we know about? Is it that it's very important for me to know that Beyonce is in Lion King and that Nigerian singers are there? Is that information? But it's information. It's relevant somewhere. For somebody, it might be too much information. But trivia is actually important trivia towards maintaining important. social relationships. <laughs> yeah. So what is too much? It's really, what is too much information? Isn't, it's a real curse, honestly. Isn't it also ties in the fact that we feel we can always get information, so we never pay attention because we feel, you know, if you I can need access to, it. Yeah, if I need to learn it later, Google I'll just, it. I'll just Google I'll it. I'll Google it, as people say. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't it cause another set of problems because we feel like, you know, whatever you say now, I can just go check it later. I don't have to worry about it now. Mm -hmm. But we never do check it later. later. But and I'll then we become uninformed. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle, but it's coming through to me like 
it's about balance but how do you balance it out because i like the example around shutting out yeah. shutting down mm -hmm. because there's so much being thrown at you mm -hmm. and you actually need a sane mind yeah. and so you need to also be able to think about all the other things that have come before now yes. and so when do you shut down do we as individuals say we periodically shut down I think what about kids? You, you have what do to we know do when it's kids? too much for you. What do we do with kids and this too much information? The, the kids are just being, and it's a problem for them because that's, I, I think it's part of the reason why there's quite a bit of depression and psychological issues. And, and of course, their, their access to social media, which is the next thing we're going to really have to engage with because mm. you can't escape from social media. No, you can't. You know, it, is, it is, in fact, the root cause of too much information. <laughs> so, yeah, it let's is. talk about it. Welcome back to that journey of the thought of the curse of too much information. Now, you have been listening to Ifoma Itibe, Henry Bassi, and Derek Ibinetio on Thinking Aloud. Join us again for this great show, and we'll be very delighted to share our thoughts with you. Thinking Aloud is a production of Boys to Men Foundation.